0: Hey, everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Iconist Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Barry 3D, for Deep Dark Delicious. Here we are in year three and it's still on my side as always, the man, the myth, the legend, Fable, Mm. according to his shirt, my cousin, my best friend, the one and only DJ Rod C. Ladies
1: and gentlemen, welcome to another episode. Good day, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you may be. All right. You know the routine. You know what we gotta do. It's an iconic podcast, an icon for today.
0: Hold up,
1: I got frozen in the middle. And I guess I'm not saying anything more until my. Oh no, he's brother. got
0: a bad connection. You've got a bad connection. Right, right, right. So a lot of things happen. A lot of things happen in you know, a week by week. And I'm loving this. It's, you know, the, the show keeps growing. The show keeps reaching more people. So thank you for everyone that's tuning in, so, liking, subscribing, and sharing the page. We really appreciate it. Right now, yeah. we have joined the Subculture Podcast Network. So it's, it's our podcast with four others. So that's uh, Crucky Delight, Portable Hole, you know, along with the Iconist Podcast, Dork Wars Podcast, and entertainment rants podcast so we are the subculture podcast network we have a facebook page there's mm. more stuff coming this is what we're doing glad to be a part of it thank you give it a check check out the other podcast that we just mentioned for there before for sure you can have Do more it. than one favorite it's okay we're okay to share we're Second all top all, self
1: people we're top self get everybody top on the top self that's what we're talking about go for the top self let's go exactly let's go. exactly,
0: exactly. On top of that, you got to remember the whole thing. Now you got to buy your books to support the shows that support what we're trying to do. So here it comes down to if you would need to find a comic book, you got to go out to Wow Comics. So anyone here in Ontario, out in Kitchener, make the drive down to Wild Comics, tell Wes and the rest of the guys we said hi. And you heard about that here on the Iconist podcast. For our friends out in Montreal, make the drive over to the South Shore, check out Check Swings, go and see Trevor and the rest of the guys over there. Tell them we said hi. These places will hook you up and tell you where you should jump on if you want to start a collection and go from there. Best place to be. On top of that, uh, another Mm -hmm. supporter of the show is Miss Brandy Ford. She has a magazine, The Writer and the Wit. It's a monthly magazine, and she does a lot of events from her radio station, which is forty six eighty 4682.com, which is now on Spotify. And you can catch her show three times a week. So she comes on Mondays and Tuesdays. Sorry, Mondays, Wednesdays at 2 o'clock, Friday, um, she has a show sometimes and it's Saturdays at noon so keep an eye and ear out for her Show some support but also I do stand up comedy and you know to find me at Barry3D.com and sometimes I'm solo and sometimes I'm not and when I'm not I'm with a touch of gray matter which is myself, Dave Sakalowski, and Zulf Ali keep an eye out for us you can't go wrong uh, um I think I got it covered except for the couple of things of one can we find Jay Day
1: Rod's Ladies and gentlemen, you're going to find me on the World Wide Web, and you can find me on the world of Instagram at Mr. Rod C. You can also find me on the world of twitch.tv forward slash DJ Rod C. You can also find me in the world of the tick and the talk, the talk and the tick, the tick and the talk. You can find me at DJ Rod C one. DJ Rod C one. Number one. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Copyright. right. Someone else covered that. That's cool.
0: Let's go. Be your oh. number one cheerleader, your number one star <sighs> player. I hear you and others will follow. that who believe. Got to believe. On top of that, if you're looking to do what we do, remember we use Podbean for our podcast services. And I think you can't go wrong with that. So if you want to start a podcast, <laughs> check out Podbean. We're on there, iconist.podbean.com. And if you're doing anything along those lines, you might need some graphic work. So if you want to get a graphic artist, regardless of where you live in the world, There's one guy, and one guy we stand behind all the time, and he is the one and only Jay Bird Digital Arts. Mr. Jason Reese, Jay Bird Digital Arts, hit him up, let him know you heard about him on the Iconist podcast, and he will give you a discount on the work that you need to get you started. All right. I think we've got it all covered, Rod. I I think we might have. I think we got it. I'm happy. Let's do it. It comes down to the main thing. Today, day. You know the month that we've been having so far, and the month we've been having is a beautiful month. We are paying respect to the troops that give us and fight for our freedoms, and we just want to say thank you. Now, Remembrance Day is a day, but for us, we made it a month. So first and foremost, we got to say, mm. "Sub our buddy and number one fan, John. Do you know who we are? Thank you. Mm. You've seen so far, we've started off with the Unknown Soldier. And we jumped into Captain Canuck because we just had to be patriotic to the land we live in. Oh, yeah. man. In between that, my, keep going back to our YouTube page, our community tab. We got a whole bunch of stuff there. I find all these fake comic book covers on there that I like posting, so that's something to go on and check out. Um, we got polls on there. And on top of it, we, 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 we do some little hidden gems. So right now, I just dropped another unboxing video of Superman Wave 4 in his new 52, the the DC Superpowers collection by Todd McFarlane. And I did an unboxing video with him and the Supermobile. you didn't see it, go back. And, of course, once in a while, we just started. We started behind the scenes with the Iconist podcast. So I just go ham on a whole subject about the Rhymes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like a dungeon dragon. All right. Right. For tonight's episode... Good morning, the afternoon. Whenever you listen or watch it, thank you. But uh, who are we covering today on the Iconist Podcast for our Remembrance Month? Today's episode is brought to you
1: with the understanding. Okay, I'm just messing on all the. Listen, today's episode is all about the Nam. Nam. Uh, the Nam. From Marvel. Nineteen. Nineteen.
0: <laughs>
1: Deep cut.
0: no, you know, I'll explain it after. Go on, Rod, you, Say your piece, Very man. Concerned. No, no.
1: Listen, we are talking about the NAM. We are talking about Vietnam. Marvel put out uh, a, a comic, basically putting out a uh, start up with a particular run, and we'll be d- discussing about the NAM, and it's about stories. We'll get into it, but it's it's a basically it's a war comic story book talking about you know stories about U.S. war in Vietnam, giving as I say basically giving you a, a different viewpoint on it. Yes, and it's and it's and it, and, it, and basically part of this month, you know, talk about you know all soldiers and all you know activities and stuff along that line basically in the comic world you know barry and i discuss and say we're going to talk about the nam we're going to talk about that right now sit back
0: let's go exactly we are going so we're talking about the nam by marvel comics and all. the nam was put out um and, and it, it really gets into a whole thing so it came out in december of 1986 and ended in 1993. So it ran for a good number of while. It ran for 84 issues. Now, the concept of the NAM was these, sorry, Marvel, Marvel understands they put out their books monthly. So instead of trying to make it seem like they were doing a weekly story of what happens with these soldiers, with one, the viewpoint of one soldier really was the viewpoint for this, they turned around and said, what we're going to do is every month is what we're going to talk about, all right, what happened in this month. And then when issue number two comes out, all right, quick recap and what happened in the month between the two issues and what they're doing right now. And it gave a good representation without being overly gory and not political of what happened during the Vietnam War. I know a lot of people have seen movies on the Vietnam War. Good morning, Vietnam. You know, that was one take of it. But there's many stories because each person that went over there had a story. Each soldier that was there had a story, Uh, you know, So this is what it is. It's covering the stories from the the, that point of view with the military sending the the, you know, 19-year-olds over. So at the beginning, I was doing the the, the 19. That is a song called 19 by Paul Hardcastle, talking about the Vietnam War. You can find it on Spotify. You know why? Because I have it on my playlist. I remember that. And and talking about (laughs) the PTSDs that soldiers suffered when they came back, what they went through in these hardships. So look it up. Check it out. 19 by Paul Hardcastle. That's the song, the 19, 19, right? Okay, so, uh, and now with the NEM, it had, you know, and I think that someone, someone to create something, it's gotta be someone that was there and experienced it, and that's a good thing. Not that he was there in the war, but at least you get it from an authentic point of view. For example, I'm not gonna write a book about being a female who's Asian, right? Living you know, in India, let's say, for example, or Australia, because I won't understand fully that viewpoint. I can be open to listening about it. I'd be open to learning about it, but I'm not in their shoes. So there's going to be some things, cultural differences, even I'm not going to write about being living in Japan when I don't live in Japan. There we go. So this was created by Doug Murray. Murray. So Doug Murray was the main creator behind the name. As I said, 84 issues is impressive about a war comic, and it was by Marvel at the time, especially at at the time it was it was after that. And Doug, he himself served in the Vietnam War. And he's and that was his main thing. I mean, his full name is Douglas Murray. He's a comic book writer, really known more of as I said, for um, you know, uh the Nam. He worked on the Monster Times, newspapers in the early 70s, and he, and he's done Quite a lot you know he's done some stuff with uh flash cording, which was really quick but the fact is he was there in vietnam so he's going to write from a particular perspective that's going to make it authentic tangible give and... some context
1: give some some actual context that make you feel like you know this is not a writer who's just like well you know what they were in war they were in a jungle and the heat was hot and whatever it may be in that regard. No. Doug is like, okay, we were in the bush. We were doing this. We were. And he's retelling. So to me, having that, per, that uh, perspective, viewpoint, is is key to giving you the real context of what, what you're about to read. So
0: that's how I look. And that's what made it even better. And then he was smart enough to reach out and say, hey, let me find some other people within the, com- the company of Marvel that might have gone through that experience. And mm-hmm. one of the key people he reached out to that helped him a lot was Larry Hama. Mm-hmm. The name myself familiar, you might not catch it, Larry Hama is a huge person when it comes to these things. So one, Larry Hammer was there during the Vietnam War, right? He he, yep. he was there. He's seen it. On top of it, Larry Hama had a small acting role on a very popular TV show called MASH. You might have heard of it. You might have heard of it. <laughs> you might have heard of it. It's one of the series <laughs> that had, had the longest run ever on syndicated TV. You know, one of them. So, MASH. And he had a small role have. in that. Then, Larry Hama went and he did big things, man. Big things. big things. big things. Larry Hama is responsible for the second birthing of G.I. Joe... Greatest yeah. American Hero yeah. by Marvel Comics. He he wrote pretty much bulk of those issues. And then when that comic ended and it got picked up by IDW Comics, guess what? Larry Hammer went and started writing them again. So he's done with the NAM. G.I. Joe, 150-something issues. Yep. IDW, all that. He's he's responsible. And what does his responsibility come into? Well, he pretty much helped name all these characters. He sat there and it's like, all right, we're coming up with the characters. Okay. You know, or here's a character. Here's his name. Larry Hama came up with like the backstories. All these characters. They came to him and said, hey, here's wave one of the original G.I. Joe. um, So not the original, but the the second coming of G.I. Joe, the greatest American hero. So I know G.I. Joe started off as a 12 inch doll. Here it is like three, three quarter inch figures. Here's our first run. Larry, what are you going to do? All right. I know what I'm going to do. I'm put him as a special elite forces. da 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 He wrote that all out. G.I. Joe, issue number one. It started off from there. And then, you know, Casbro came back and says, hey, we, it's year two. We got more figures we want to put out there to the public. Okay. Larry, your job is to put them in a story. Okay. Wave two. No problem. All right. da So G.I. Joe went from like a five, six-man person or a five, six-person team to a hundred. How many members? And he just kept going. So if you watch G.I. Joe the cartoon, you better say thank you to Larry Hama. If you read G.I. Joe the comic book, you better say thank you to Larry Hama. And if you read Venom, you better say hi- thank you to Larry and Doug. Okay. That that there's yeah. a lot to unpack. And because of his writing style, this is what he wanted. He wanted a monthly thing. So the whole point is you get over there and you follow one character. Um, I gotta remember his name. But there's one soldier. He gets over there, and he's very green, 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 green. Mm. Like, like like so green. Like he he as I said, he was literally 19. Drafted, goes over there. He was all he did was basic training. Off you go. This is this kid's first time traveling. I call him a kid. He's only 19. Traveling mm-hmm. across the world, dumped an army base. And then he makes mistakes because he doesn't know, right? right? Like there's always a, there's practical and there's theory in life. You can read a book left, right, and center and know how to do it. But then yeah. when you actually have to take what you've learned in theory and make it practical, practical, yeah. Sometimes things aren't feasible, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes you got to deal with different people. you got to deal with uh, different characters, perspectives, you know, you got people who are selfish and you got people who are selfless. Mm-hmm. And this is what happened to our our main person that was over there. And I'm gonna find his name for you. Oh, it's
1: uh, Private First Class
0: Edward, Edward Marks. Edward Marks, there we go. Private Edward First Class Marks. Edward Marks, that's it. So he gets over there, he comes off, you know, he gets off there the plane, they fly him over to the base he's gonna be stationed at. He walks in, he sees the commanding officer of that base. And the commanding officer is sitting there, you know, a big burly black guy. He's got like a gold tooth and he's like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. So how, you know, he makes a comment about hey, something about the boots or how you liking that. And, and, and Marks fully over his head says, okay, fine. And then you see the guys, the commander's face change and he walks out and he goes, oh, you're assigned to this troop. This is it. Boom, you're done. The other officer is like, or, you know, the other, uh, yeah, the other, not officer, but the other soldier is like, he didn't catch what he was asking for. What do you mean? He wanted a bribe. Why should I bribe him? Over here, it's a different world. We're Mm. separated from back from North America. It's a different world. No pun intended. And he wanted a bribe to give you easy duty. But because you didn't bribe him, he's now put you with a uh, In The trenches because you didn't grease his palms. But I didn't know. Too late. Here you are. Now, he goes with, uh finds some friends within another in platoon he gets assigned to. He has his commanding officer who he reports to directly. And this guy is, like, you know, tough as nails. Old school soldier. Doesn't take nothing. Right? right. He's there to defend his men. So what I mean by that is, at one point, they get sent out on a mission. They come back. And as soon as they get back, you know, his commanding officer, the guy who wanted a bribe, turns around and says, oh, yeah, you guys are going back out in... uh in 24 hours. Don't, you know, as I'm sleeping, you're going back out on uh a patrol. And he's like, what, well, sir? They just came back from a three-day patrol, so to speak. The men are tired. They're hungry. They need more rest. We're going back out. According to them, I only have to give you X amount of sleep. Uh, if you have a problem, you can take it up with me. Hmm. So you're seeing all this through Private Mark's eyes. Eyes. Mm-hmm. And he's got to go through and understand. And he has to now, like what he learned at boot camp, thinking what he might know and realize you ain't no Jack and (laughs) now has to go forward in this new world and sin. deal with selfish, selfish people who want bribes. So some things are corrupted. I'm not saying the army's corrupt. Don't, don't take that this way. No, no, no. I'm just saying every organization has someone that's always going to be a little bit shady, no matter what organization it is. And the organization does its best to weed people out that are like that. So you don't Mm -hmm. encounter them. But we've heard the stories of what happened over in Vietnam. Some people were power tripping. Some were selfish. But they were there because they were thinking they were fighting for their country to do the right thing. I'm not making this political. I'm just saying this is what happened. It's black and white, which are good and bad. But offsets it is his commanding officer, Mark's commanding officer. It was good. He stood up for him. You know, his he made friends with two other, three other soldiers. And, of course, you're in a war time. So they're trying to make the best of it, not thinking that pain. you're here today, but maybe one of us might not be here tomorrow. Right. We're making the best of it, and and they're growing up at the same time. Because once again, you're only 19 when you're over there. Right. What do you know about life? What do you know about <laughs> the world? Right. Like like at 19, think about it. Rod. Rod at 19, what what did you know yeah. about the world?
1: Uh, listen, I did. I didn't know a lot. I mean, you know, you know what. Sh- you only know what you know. You only know your own surroundings. Outside of my house type of scenario, yeah. I didn't know anything. I didn't know about, you know, real struggles or anything that happens in regards to, you know, getting a job, maintaining a job, getting a friend, getting a girl, get, you know, getting married, getting, you know, all those type of big adult kind of, you know, situations. That's above my pay grade at that time. I wasn't pulling enough money to be getting at that pay grade. No, no, no. no. I'm okay at 19. we going to the club yeah. tonight, right?
0: Okay, cool. That was about it. That was about it. That was about it. Keep in mind, there's a couple of things that happened. Here in Canada, Hmm. you know, at the time, you can get your driver's license, full driver's license, at 16, right? This is when we're in Montreal. Full driver's license at 16. You're allowed to vote and you're seen as an adult in the eyes of the government in, let's say, Quebec, Montreal, Hmm. 18. All right? You're allowed to drink in Montreal as 18. <laughs> so you're allowed to go into a club and do that at 18. Now, keep in mind what I'm saying. Now, different parts is 19. Ontario, it was 19. You're allowed right. to drink. You can vote at 18, but you're only allowed to drink at 19. In the States, it's 21 that you're considered an adult that you're allowed to drink. And I'm not making this a. Dr- I'm just trying to show you in context that at 19 you're old enough to go and defend a country but you can't vote for it because you still have 3 more years to go right right like or or two more 2021 20, two more years to go yeah, so yeah, you're 19 yeah, yeah. so at 19 you can fight for a place to defend it but you can't mm-hmm. vote for who's in power because you're under the age of voting because the age of voting age of going to a club age of going to a bar is 21 in the states but at 19 you can go overseas and defend people's rights and respect those that did but my whole point of this is what did you know about the world at 19 at 19 you think you knew everything when you got yeah. to 25 you realized you didn't know nothing at 19 when you got to 30 you realized you didn't know much at 19 oh, yeah. exactly so that being said these guys are over here and that's are over in vietnam and that's when they are starting to develop. This is when they, a lot of them, on top of the extra stressors, but this is when they're experiencing maybe meeting a girl for the first time, right? Cause some mm-hmm. of them left their girlfriends behind, but then some and of them would go out and party. So that, they're experiencing having drinks out in the club right. for the first time. They're, they're, they weren't seen as men fully on North American soil.
1: Mm-hmm. They were
0: seen as men. Over in Vietnam, it's like Lord of the Flies, mm. right? Okay, and that and that's so. Picture you're growing up, you're learning about life, and all of a sudden it's like, hey, that's right? This person was disrespecting me. Um, <laughs> they thought, you know, it's like, yeah, I shouldn't have talked to that person that way because of <laughs> crap. oh, jeez, coming and you got to shift your gears to survival yeah. mode to get yeah. out to have a thought tomorrow. That is heavy, man. Very. And I, only a soldier will understand what a soldier has gone through, and only a soldier during wartime will understand what another soldier at wartime has gone through. So I'm not making this depressing or down. I'm just trying to show you and explain that, what how I perceive this mentality to be, and they did a good job of conveying that, a great job of conveying that, in those 86 issues of the nap because Mm -hmm. it was rented written by people who experienced it who were there that's the beauty of this book and it's gone through things of you know getting making buddies buddies that they form for life in there now some of them the life was shortened due to the circumstances, and some made it out at the end of the 86 issues. Uh, some came home before our main character. So our main character, Private Marks, stayed there. As I said, they showed it wasn't a weekly journey. It was a month by month yeah. journey in this book. And every time they start, they'll say the month of, you know, this month during this year, month of this month during that year. So you get the idea that it really is the book comes out monthly and the story is, okay, he survived another month. What's going on? Right. They could have gone full out walking dead on him when nobody's safe. And I thought, okay, I was, are they going to do that? But they kind of think had this guy as his point. And you see, he went from a total green, naive soldier that didn't know about how to properly dry his boots and fungus is forming in his boots because that was a true thing that happened over there to how to take care of your weapon, how to, yeah. you know, you go over, um, into, into the town and you had to be, have your head over, you know, your eyes open all the time. You would go into a bar where it seemed the girls were picking you up and you find out they were setting you up to either get robbed, killed, um, you know, drive by bombing by right. local residents, you know, walking in the town. So they went through a lot and you see him go from this green soldier to being more experienced and learning about life, learning about survival keeping his moral compass through all this seeing some of his 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 fellow friends not make it or being discharged they they did their tours they're like that's it i'm out of here going home you know one of them was one of his friends got the chance to go home and his friend said no let's stay do one more tour because if i do one more tour instead of me going back and have to be in the army for x amount of years if i do one more tour i can just go home and return and to get the army altogether, and just live my life. So he right. took those choices, and they went out for a night of partying, and the the bar they're at got bombed. He didn't make it, and Private Marks took that as the guilt that he had inside of him. So he had to deal with that, and a lot of stuff of you know the once again the other commanding officer that wanted to bribe and and having to bring him down, you know, with the military police showing up and coming in there and saying, yeah, well. We know what you're doing. We caught you doing this. Da 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 da. Here's the actually your consequences. Off you go. Right. Wow. What 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 did you think about reading some of these books here? So it was it was.
1: So as as a footnote, now talking about Larry and Hannah and stuff like that, knowing that he was part of Mash and all that. Growing up, I always enjoyed watching MASH, Watching watching uh, Mash. Watching the China yeah. Beach. Yes. Uh, if you remember China beach, that There's was like lady, an man. updated version. It was an updated version of MASH. And I, I've always loved that. So it gets always, I always honestly, even to today, no word of a lie, MASH can come on. I, I know a certain time of the night that comes on and like, if I'm doing anything, I'll watch MASH. So I love that type of environment and just learning and understanding the mindset of someone who was, you know, you know, being a soldier and going out to war and going into an unknown country, going somewhere that you've never. Here's the thing with 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 Edwards. Edwards was 19. Yeah. Never left his house, never left his 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 house, his country, his town, his state, his country. So let me just break it down to that far. Like, he's never did anything of a full adult and he's basically getting thrusted into adult becoming a full adult what just happened um uh, okay uh yeah yeah, dad you know i'll take care i'll I'll do my best and be careful you know that kind of scenario and again not knowing how to you know offer a a proper bribe so he will be uh (laughs) departed into a a safe team versus a tactical unit that basically he's on the front lines um Mm -hmm. learning about like you all I have to say is that it was it was a great experience walking through the eyes of Edwards, and you start to see the the scenario of why someone if they're you know when they go go away to war and how it builds character, how it builds your mind, and strengthens you in understanding that I'm alone, but I'm not alone. Hmm. Yeah, thinking you're alone, but you said a good point earlier you know, you're building friends, you're being, you're, you're, you're building friendship. You're realizing that as there's a saying, I don't know if I'm going to say quote properly, but you're only as, you're only as good or as safe as your partner beside you type of scenario. So yeah. every, every shoulder to shoulder that I take care of each other, I'm going look this way. My partner is looking that way. Or if his side is that way, he's looking that in, he's looking that in, we got everything covered. I know I can depend on them as they know that I they can depend on me type of scenario. You're building that top of bond ship, uh bond and friendship in that regard. So all I have to say is reading reading stuff through these stories and reading it through firsthand through Doug, reading it firsthand through Larry, and you're getting a good understanding of like saying, okay, this is another viewpoint of how it is to be deployed out to war, to be deployed, you know, to protect your country and realizing that, OK, I'm I'm making a commitment to protect, do the fight I have to here to protect those my loved ones back home. When you have that understanding, that mindset, it just makes you understand, like, you know, the sacrifices that those who were deployed for our countries uh, and what they what they've committed themselves to do has been um, underestimated, like, you know, the, the, the things that they do for us to protect us back home. And for that, again, we thank every person who's enlisted, every person who served, every person who's who's done even. And, and this 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 is what I like about this show. I mean, I'm not 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 saying that the, the comic. In a sense, but the whole environment it gives you appreciation for other people, even those who are like working admin. Because someone has to make sure that Edward got new boots when he he's you know his socks are soaked out, and he's able to get you know. I'm just thinking out of realism, you know, his socks are soaked out. He needs to be able to go back to, to to get more. Someone has to issue to get socks out there type of scenario. You, you know what I mean? Someone's doing the admin totally. and
0: all that. Everyone's piece is important. Every, it's, you're, you're, you're every year, yeah. Yeah. If you're only as weak as the weakest link, and if everyone is strong, then you're good. 100%. So that it, I think that they turned around and did a good thing. Now, um, another thing mm-hmm. I liked about the book, the NAM, was here we are as civilians, and this is what we are. I, you know, if you haven't served, then you're a civilian. That's what it is. 100%. I'm a civilian. Rod's a civilian. I know that for a mm-hmm. fact. As civilians, we might not catch a lot of their terms. So the beauty about this is they turn around and they use a lot of their actual army terms at the time that we would not understand or catch. Right. And right. they, you know, they made an a, a effort of putting a glossary at the end of every issue. So every time they use one of the words that were army related, they put a little asterisk behind it, beside it, and you could flip to the last page and you can see the glossary and like, oh, this is what this means. This is what this right. means. This, And it gives a breakdown. So it really made it a lot more clear. I don't see too many books that do that. I mean, I remember them right. doing it. And I remember, for example, Lone Wolf and Cub, the manga. They would do that mm. when that came out. Because, you know, they used through terms and they wanted to make sure that people understood what these words were. They didn't have to dumb it down, translate it. It's like, this is what it is. If you're in the army and you read it, you don't have to think, what is that? You ready me? you automatically know. For other civilians, we don't know. Ah, got it. Go back. Continue reading. This right. there, add it to it. Um, what I would say this is that you can see certain things happening when Larry was doing it. I don't know if it was intentional or unintentional, but I saw a lot of parallel lines with D.I. Joe, the greatest American hero, and the NAM. Okay. So there's one scene, of course, where soldiers, you know, they get ambushed, soldiers are getting shot, helicopters there trying to do an evac. Mm-hmm. Our boy Marks, Private Marks, jumps out the helicopter, runs, grabs his buddy, drags him back to the helicopter, right? It, and the way the scene was plotted out and looked, it really reminded me of the whole uh, stalker snake eyes storm shadow where okay. storm shadow I, I, I can't remember which one out of the three it's, was it snake eyes i believe it was stalker you know um one of them got shot one was on the airplane i think it was tommy who was from storm shadow he gets shot and snake eyes goes for him or vice versa no i think it's vice versa storm shadow gets shot Sorry, snake eyes get shot Okay. The guy who Storm Shuttle. This is before he became Snake Eyes, before he became Storm Shuttle. He ran out the helicopter, dodging bullets. Brought him back, dodging bullets to get him, you know, Snake Eyes back onto the helicopter. This is when they're in Vietnam. So this is pre VI Joe, whatever. And, of course, then when they left the army, Snake Eyes went his way. You know, Tommy, who becomes Storm Shadow, went his way. Mm-hmm. And then he heard about Snake Eyes kind of roaming around because his family was killed in a car accident. He goes, brings him, brings him over to his family's um, clan place there and starts training him to be the ninja that we know. And everyone loved the man, the mysterious man in black. So it was a lot of things. I'm like, oh, this reminds me. And, and the way he wrote those, the, tri- the three of them really reminded me of Stalker, uh, Snake Eyes, and Storm Shadow. Like, There's always a trinity within the storyline with characteristics when they're writing. And I saw a lot of parallels that way. So I thought that was really cool. But I really liked what I saw as a as a comic book. And if you're into war comics, if you're in and you really want to see what it's like, you know, keep in mind, this is pretty Call of Duty and all this stuff. This was just a retelling of some of this, you know, this soldier's point of view through his experience there in, in Nam. And what I meant they could have gone Walking Dead is, yes, there was people he made friends with at the beginning that didn't make it some got finished their tours went home new characters came in so it was a rotation of characters but marx was yeah. always there and he rose through the ranks so he went from a clean-shaven young 19 year old to you know a young man with a, a beard still there and he still kept in touch with anyone that survived as you if you read later issues a lot of his 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 old commanding officers some other ones They get deported or they go back home. Some go back home a hero. Some get deported. Anyways, they go back home and they write letters to each other. Mm -hmm. Right? This is like old school. There was no texting. There was no email. It wrote a letter, put a stamp on it, and Stamp, off it went, and wait a week or two weeks later until you get a reply back. And that's how he was keeping in touch. And sometimes long-distance phone calls. And that shows the brotherhood was formed with them. Mm-hmm. It's just, they said it. they had to get used to the situation of guerrilla warfare. They weren't ready for guerrilla warfare. I mean, the army trained them one way, sent them over there because that's how we always did things in North America. And then they got there and it's like, oh, what do you mean they're hiding in a, vill- in a village with civilians? So they, it, they showed how they had to go about that. So it was really interesting. I, I, I like, I like the yeah. book. I, I see what the book was trying to convey. Mm-hmm. Uh, the series was trying to convey. They went about it in a different way. I made a rock and. I think it was very well done, and it's definitely worth a read, even up to now. Uh, right. I will uh, absolutely say that. You know, and it had some good reactions. We're seeing here, uh Greenport veteran and former Newsweek editor William Royce Jr. praised the comic for having a certain pretty reality. Um, so those are, you know, certain things. Uh, I mean, of course, some people had some said one thing about it, but it, it had a lot of, you know, positives to it. Uh, it got best media portrayal of the Vietnam mm-hmm. War, uh, beating out Oliver Stone's platoon. That's it. the comic was praised by Bravo Organization, a notable Vietnam vi- veterans group, as the best media portrayal eating out Oliver Stone's, Oliver Stone's platoon. Think about that. Yeah, Marvel outdid say. a big time director. Maybe this is why Oliver Stone is not a fan of comic books. <laughs> Sore loser. Wow. Let me, okay. me think of that. <laughs> uh. I'll hit you with the deep breaths. <laughs> hey, there we are. Well, first of all, I've got to say thank you for your service. The service. We're not done yet. We're not done yet. Because we've got to get back down <laughs> to our whole thing. So what? on. Uh, you read it. you seen it. How would you adapt it? How would you adapt it? Would you, would you want to see this adapted? How would you go about adapting it? How would you like to see that kind of play out in the bigger picture? If we had to do this right now.
1: I, my my mind has been back and forth on this. Well, okay, you know what? Let me step back. It mm. definitely can be a series. It's a series because yes, what what I what I definitely took from this, and we didn't, we may have mentioned this slightly, but we didn't get too tough into it. It was done every month, and every month they really tried to, um, actual t- take an actual story, an actual yes. paper newsletter story. For that time. Yes. And actually true. Tried to develop it. So it wasn't, it wasn't like they were just, ah, uh, you know what? Like I said earlier, you know, you're, you're, they're in the, they're in the bush. They're all, you know, doing whatever the case may be, or they're coming to a village, whatever. They actually took stories that actually happened and tried to give it at least, you know, some, not to, to make it a little bit easier to be, to the palate for those to read it. Cause like, like you said, you, if they're going to win something over, uh, Scorsese, um, as well as you know, getting a word oh, like yeah. that, Oliver Stone, yeah, Oliver Stone, gritty. yeah, Oliver Stone, sorry, Oliver Stone, and Oliver Stone, and also saying that it was a little bit gritty. They just knew that the the original context was really really heavy, so we have to just kind of we we'll just I have to just just soften it up a bit for people to like not get too, you know, you want you get you want to pull them in, but you don't you don't want to scare anybody. <laughs> That's how I look no. at it. I don't want to scare anybody, but you got, you got to make it palatable for, you know, to be read, but you're giving as authentic as possible. So they were pulling from actual stories. So with that, I would still want it to be a series. And this is where I have the dilemma. Do I want it to be live or do I want it to be anime? Because this is where I've been, I've been, I've been back and forth on this and I'll, I'll make a decision definitely, but. I'm trying to go to pros and cons. Because if it's live, you can get some good realism. You know, nowadays, this is not, again, this is not being shot in 1980. This is 2023. You know, you can get some good visual effects and everything along that line. But the cost for that might be a little bit heavy if you want to be as close to greedy as it can be. As I said in, in previous in previous part um, shows, yeah. we are mentally ready for those type of visualism and that type of authentic grittiness. So with that, yes. I think I would actually prefer it to be animated because you can get a little bit more more hands in the mud kind of scenario and get a good feel for the actual realism because I'm sure there's certain things that might be great on script, uh, whatever the case may be, but maybe you might, might not be able to pull it off in a live action to Get as that authentic feel for it. It might still be a little, nah. Maybe that bomb should have been a little bigger, or maybe the, you know, the house should have been looking a more, you know, you know what I mean, like
0: yeah. yeah, but yeah. If,
1: so I think I would actually rather it to be animated. Definitely a series animated, mm. and we can still, you know, give me. Okay, listen. There's enough. There's enough meat on the bone. We have enough source source material
0: to yes.
1: do. Uh, listen. How long was that? That was like that was like
0: eighty four issues.
1: Was four, right? But I think in the year aspect of that, that was like about four years worth. Right, right, four by you know what I mean? Four by twelve. That that will give you like okay, you got enough. You can do a story each. Here's I'll just say this before I go. Mm. Um, my mindset the whole time is to quantum leap. Because I wanted again, because it's always going to be Mark is going to be a, the focal point, but I also wanted to have it a you know view perspective off of somebody else. So that's what it really what it was doing. And then the comic book was was showing that, but how you know Quantum Leap always had different viewpoints, uh, you know different stories. Whatever kids it was like, isolated by itself, isolated by itself, isolated by itself. So right. I just said in my mind, I would like to have that type of okay, that kind of. Point of view aspect of it. I wanted to be animated, series, and um I I know I I wanted to have someone who is vocally sounding young. And know when you hear his voice, you'll just like you know, he's a he's a full-grown man. You know, I'm not taking what I would like to have Tom Holland to play to play him because. I want to have someone who is you can hear the voice, you can hear like the inexperience in his voice. Right. Like, you know, you can realize like you you just you just fresh, man. You just like you you a newborn.
0: Ooh. Ah. Ooh. You like, were newborn
1: to this. Are you ready for this? And is you know he's a character who can give you the vocal tendency and be able to give you the nuances to go through and you can hear. Wow. The experience and how he's basically growing as a young man into the soldier that, you know, we see at the end. I will give it to Tom Holland and I would, I would like to see that, you know, give him, give him, you know, give him some, you know, some vocal, uh, you know, give him some vocal paychecks, you know, you know what I mean? Put him, put him in animation, put him in there. You know, just, you're okay guy. I think you could do this. Okay. That's cool, cool. I, that. that's how i want to go i, I know on. it's marvel I, and then you'll say well that's spider-man and yeah you know but you're not physically seeing him so maybe we just get away like saying you know it's just a voice don't worry about it we know it's tom but don't worry about it we'll go that route so that's how i would like to play the nuances on that
0: i, I like where you're going see, see what you're doing Expect that. That was good, though. That was good. I get you. Cause it's a hard one, because a lot of times we see a lot of live-action shows when it, it goes with it, right? Like We've seen MASH, we've seen China Beach, you know, and, and there's some other ones we've forgotten that have been there that maybe didn't exist yeah, as much, sure, or, you know, sure. I just totally forgot. right? And then there's also Band of Brothers. There's, you know, uh, the movies, right? Platoon, right. Apocalypse Now. It, 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 they're, they're, you know, and once again, there's a whole lot that we're missing. You know, Tropic Thunder. I am mean, i joking, but there's a whole lot we're missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I hear hey, I got you. I got you. <laughs> so, I'll say this. So, and, and on a side note, I totally forgot. Michael Golden, who's the artist I like who did Micronauts, did the cover work for a lot of these uh, right. back then. And his, I, yeah, yeah. Even just to no. have those as posters would be sweet. So, yeah. I hear you on this one. So, okay. Um, so, it, just like yourself, I went back and forth. And I go, okay, well, definitely I don't want a movie because a movie is not going to get the whole no, too, no, much, you too. too much to do it as a movie and by the time you do three movies forget it's too much time has gone by mm-hmm. series i agree with you on this one uh cartoon i agree with you on this one
1: mm-hmm. here's the
0: thing give me i would break it down because i'm gonna be realistic i don't think we're gonna get enough to do like a continuous series there's a lot of meat on the bone but you want to get the, the, the hit them with the impact the punch go over that way so i would do it like how they almost do a lot of the stuff that you see on amazon for example right it's maybe eight ten episodes tops that's your season oh yeah yeah for yeah, sure yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, no, i'm not exactly. going for
1: a 20 i'm not going no, for no, a 20 no, no. but you have enough meat on the bone that you can do an eight to ten series yes you know what i mean and, and then just chop it up and chop it up and then you're seeing everything from a different standpoint okay maybe i wouldn't be more specific on that but that's no, exactly no, no, but, what i was thinking. Yeah. but yeah right. 20 you wouldn't be able to do that like no like, no. You can no, take no, 20 no. and split it into give me 24, split it by eight, give me three seasons. We're done. You. Exactly, day. exactly. That's so and that's it. what I'll say.
0: You know, eight episodes a season, do it like how they do on Amazon, right? If like, you know, how they do Invincible, right? eight seasons, boom, that's season one. Right. And then I would take it and say, okay, let's let's put it and give it me a four year shelf life, right? Mm-hmm. Four, four seasons, oh. max five. Four seasons, uh, you know, and, and, and here's my thing I want to see it from the beginning when he joined the army. Uh, Sorry, from the point where the book starts off, that's he starts off, right? Boots on the ground in Vietnam. He just mentions quick his backstory. You learn more about his family and all that as the stories go on. Uh, See his ties. The person who has to be the voice actor for it, in my mind, obviously, like you said, has to convey the youthfulness, the emotion, and they have to show the maturity as it goes on. And and you want to see it. So it's got to be set by the, the actor's voice. That's the thing. It's got to be set by the music really set the tone of what's going on, mm-hmm. and, and everything as a whole. I don't think we've ever had a proper drama cartoon about war. So, am I still? Since it's Marvel, it's got to be under Disney, but it's going to be under either Star or Hulu, whatever their their adult, more adult. That's because I wanted to be an adult cartoon. It's obviously okay. right. So here's hear me out. The actor I Mm -hmm. got is, I put it as this guy is on fire right now. He's more on fire than people think because he was just recently in a big budget blockbuster playing live. Mm -hmm. He does a lighthearted voice work for one cartoon. And for another cartoon, he does total comic relief. And he's the same one and his voice, and I've seen him, and you look at him, and you just want to smile. But when he starts to get serious, you're like, ooh, and I'm probably going to cast this guy in something else in the future, too. But here's here's my guy. I'm going with Jack Quaid. Oh. Right? So for okay. anyone watching or listening that might not catch the name, so Jack Quaid plays Boiler on Star Trek Lower Decks. Very good. Should've Jack Quaid is oh, so superman angry. clark kent in my adventures with superman that new cartoon that just came out he's oh, superman slash clark kent oh. and he was also a scientist in Oppenheimer, chris nolan movie yep yep okay range <laughs> that man's got oh, range he no he does this is who i'm he does. jack quaid Animated cartoon, not because he does voice work, but if you look at you look at Oppenheimer and then you watch him on Laura Dex, right? It's like Laura Dex is <laughs> my Superman's like, oh, that's cute. Oh, okay, he's getting serious. And then Oppenheimer was like, oh my gosh, creator of the atomic bomb. Yeah. He's part of that movie. He's there. Beauty. And you know, okay. that's who I want to portray Now he's a little bit older, and the only thing is, I would really make the look, like the facial expressions. Have to as close as possible. You got to draw Jack Clayd as Marks. That's my only thing. You want to look at it and go, looks like Jack Quaid. And Yeah, make him because Jack has got that youthful, yeah, look, smile to yeah. his persona. Yeah, he's tall. He's skinny. You know, or he's slim. I should say he's not skinny. He's slim. That goes to yeah. Marks, Private Marks when he gets there, and. Take him on that arc. Take him on that yeah. arc.
1: Yeah. No. That's, listen, that's, that's yeah. That's who you're picking. Okay. That's who you I'm know picking. The yeah. funny thing is, you're saying that, and and it's literally, you're just giving the. You know what we've we've seen him. We're seeing him already doing that right now. If once you watch Lord's deck, Lord Dex. Yes. It is basically coming out of. We never saw him really in uh, Star Trek. You know, in Starfleet Academy. His first tenure is on the, um, oh my God, the Cerritos. And yes. basically he started from there and he's moving up in ranked. And it's now what we're in fourth season of lower yep. decks, fourth or fifth season of lower decks. And yep. you can see the maturity is coming through. And that's exactly where my mind is. And I don't know why I didn't even think of Jack, honestly, because he's already doing it right now. He's already doing it right now. We're just going to replace, we're just going to replace the Star Jack uniform and put him in in a fatigue. <laughs> That's really what it is right now. So he's already doing it right now. So I will I will say
0: thank you. Thank very, you. Very very good very, you.
1: good. very good. Very good. Very good. Um I no, I know my yeah. guy. I know yeah. Tom. You know, he did uncharted and yes. you know he did you know some older stuff later on. So you can the, the maturity is there.
0: Oh, he, absolutely. Can play,
1: he can play the 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 not the naive but the the the, the young the young yeah. suckling who just like ah, uh, uh, how am I supposed to how am I supposed to polish my boots? How am I supposed to like? I, uh, my bed got me. Be, uh, yo, yo, Sarge, man, this backpack is really heavy. uh, uh we got to do what? Sorry, we just got in. What we going back out in three hours, Sarge? Yeah, yeah, I I could see both of them. It would be hilarious if we actually did both of them that would have been funny at the same time but oh my gosh but that's, absolutely that would, absolutely that would actually and there's funny. other
0: voice actors that can come in here and do this right so i would get some of right. the characters some of the other voice actors from laura Dex, and come in and play maybe some of his oh my gosh right and some of the other people that he works with in give there me in different rutherford. roles give, yeah give me give me rutherford oh my give gosh me, give me rutherford. That would kill me yeah give me and rutherford. the one who plays yeah. the security officer on the cerritos sites Shanks? yes oh my god give me that oh, officer as a commanding this, officer like this, this really like take Lori dex and put him into that's this what in it a is. serious role that's okay. that's what it is so Ready? so
1: here here's another thing why I at least I'll say this before we you know we, we, we tag off in a yeah. sense of having the, the vocal maturity because you don't there's again there's not a lot of shows that you're you're doing that often enough to see uh the change in the pitch and their tendency and the way they speak, because again, when you do a movie, mm-hmm. that character, you're having a big name come in and you're supposed to be the rough person. You're supposed to be the one who just, you know, doing that. Now, as I say this, the closest yeah. thing I can think of is, is Tom Cruise. Which one is the Tom Cruise um, tomorrow, forever tomorrow? Oh, the one where he, he gets infected yes. and he keeps going back in time.
0: Yes, um, yeah, hold on. I gotta look it up. I know what you're talking about where he got to find that girl who she's Valkyrie. Yes. Um, I yes. know so, the movie. So, uh,
1: yeah. Like tomorrow, something tomorrow, but, uh, but, but the, at least on that end, you can see that he was the maturity had changed throughout. So now that I'm thinking of it, cause you're saying that there's nothing really along that line. And I'm like, no, nah, there isn't. And then that might be the closest thing I can think of currently that that was, uh, that was there. That's done it. Right. But other than that, but again, he was he was still an older officer, but he was more of a
0: yeah. uh, edge of tomorrow. Added, there we go. Uh, huh? Edge of tomorrow.
1: Edge of tomorrow. That thing. I knew tomorrow was an edge of tomorrow. But well, you know, by that time it end, he was just a full time pro. He was yes. just yes was was on point. So is that type of mindset? But you're right. Let's 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 throw down uh, a lower's deck, a lower's deck, and um, because. That would be hilarious.
0: Yeah, you, once again, you get him to be the the lead, the eyes, and then you get like other cast members from Laura Dex to turn All around right. and play other roles in there. Yeah. during that, I think this is like a win win situation for everybody, and you know, not that much of a stretch or a jump. They're just playing different characters in a That's different work, role. Yeah. And I'll even go as far and as I'm this: go, I'm going with Tom. I'm with Tom. Let me let me not let me not get sidetracked in it. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Jackway, <laughs> baby. And I don't even go as far as this for the theme song you reach out to Paul Hardcastle, you get the the rights to use the song 19 for the opening of the Vietnam TV show. Hollywood, call me. Call us. Call us. We got ideas. We... we oh, come on nice. now. Come on. Nice. Come on. You hear the nam. The 19. The music, once again, that song was out in the 80s. Yeah. Sets the tone to a comic book that was written in the 80s yeah. even though it's about yeah, what yeah, was yeah. going on before it goes hand in hand you talk about the nav, you put 19 on there as your opening and closing theme song all those who remember the war they had the average age of 19 okay come on now that's it yeah. we're yeah. done yeah. Bye. probably what you no. need to reach out to the Iconist podcast any casting directors any producers any managers remember you heard it first uh, either that's Tom Holland or Jack Quaid all hardcastle 19 there we go we've just put it for you animation studio there's a lot of animation studios out there we didn't even go that far so you can let you we'll let you decide what animation studio but we'll tell you what needs to happen and what needs to be done okay yeah. rod any last words um no seems like um
1: seems like we're expecting a call from Hollywood shortly by the end of the week uh no listen if it, it's this is a it's a it's a great it's a good read. It's a good it's a good story to if you ever wanted to get an understanding of war comics and understanding the point of view of being deployed, going out and yes. you know doing doing something like this again like you said earlier, Call of Duty and that kind of that that's great. Come we, people we play the game, that's no problem. Cool. But to actually Live it and hear stories and understand the mindset of what, yeah. Of well, that's it. Would have been there. That's 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 a different level. That's a different level. And it, and to me, it's it's a great knowledge. It's a great knowledge of understanding the you know the perspective of of those who served and what they've done for our countries. Listen, it's it's a great way of just saying. Let me show you a little story about the Vietnam War.
0: Thank you issue one let's begin thank you and remember beat out platoon okay all right that's all i gotta say so uh once again thank you everyone for tuning into the iconist podcast i am your road road, i'm your host barry 3d i'm here on the side with the one and only the man the myth the legend one that makes the tables rock back and forth and he'll probably play 19 this week
1: Mm -hmm. rod c the roadie there we go
0: Love it. Remember, like, subscribe, share, let people know. Mm-hmm. Don't let the channel be a secret. And as I always say, this whole world was created by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. All those who remember the war, average age of 19. All right, then Tell the team, Sean. Thank you very much. Thank you for your service. Yeah. All right. Keep yeah. going, doll.